I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. I'm Valerie. And I'm Ryan. And today we watched another Out of the Inkwell short, um, because this was one of the best cartoon series at the time, apparently, based on the other cartoons I've been watching. Um, This one was called Reunion or The Reunion, um, and it's filmed in fabulous yellow vision. (laughs) <laughs> yeah at least the only version that's on youtube right now uh very yellowy and uh, I'll, I'll give a brief spoiler free plot synopsis um it the reunion that it refers to is a reunion between the clown who will eventually be named coco and his family uh ma pa and grandpa and his brother mm-hmm. um and the short starts with um max and the photographer wanting to like take a picture of i'm just i'm gonna call him coco even though that's not his name yet of coco um but uh coco is is being wily and he's like i i want my my family to be here to take a picture uh so max draws like a whole living room thing and a dining table filled with food including a big cake and then the family comes over and they all immediately just start like vacuuming into their mouths all of this food and not letting coco have any and a bunch of shenanigans ensue from there um the 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 picture taking does not go well (laughs) that's the short yep yep yes uh what we what do we think of this one guys I'm not a Coco fan, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a rapscallion, you know. <laughs> but um, but it it was interesting. Not a lot new in this one. Yeah, I mean, more 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 characters, more uh, hum- right. humanoid characters. Uh, I guess that's new ish. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't watched all of them. Uh, but for for this series, yeah, I'd say so. Maybe that was the the scope. The movement of the table when they when Coco and his brother were under the table and the table was running. It was running like a dog. I mean, literally the legs yeah. of the table were moving too. Is that a new movement? I'm just trying to think. Maybe uh, maybe, not. Yeah. maybe not. I don't know. Because they've had people running, so I guess. Sure, sure. It does seem like Max is, is moving past the, the uh, rotoscope. He did a little bit of rotoscope yeah. on the original uh, uh, board as he drew... Coco as Max drew Coco, uh, and then pretty much none af- after that yeah. initial segment is what is what I got out of it. It sure, yeah, it sure seemed like it. It was very exaggerated and cartoony. One big improvement because we I alluded or some of us alluded to this last time. The one with the the woman that was dancing. Yeah, she was such terrible proportions when <laughs> she was being rotoscope versus not. But with the family, Coco's family, they're all in clown outfits, so the proportions were fine. And that's why I was saying, put something big on her like a clown outfit, because then you don't have to worry about body proportions so much. Yeah, I would would say the proportions fluctuated definitely in this one, but their outfits made it less obvious that they fluctuated. Yeah, I would Um, agree. And also just, I guess, their general cartooniness in the way that they're drawn is kind of like you just kind of go with it easier than when this like rail thin doll is suddenly like actual human proportioned and like clearly moving like a human and everything like the juxtaposition isn't as much i'd say yeah 
I liked the non-animated portions more in this one. Not like it was. It was also entertaining to see Max and the photographer do stuff. Yeah, yeah. they were. They were very much leaning into just comedic movement and expression and everything, and they were having fun, and they were fun to watch. Another thing I enjoyed uh, as more this time is also uh, Max drawing like the table and the setting. And even, for example, he was drawing the table and he was finishing the tablecloth in one of the legs and Coco was in the way and he kind of moved him out of the way yeah. and finished drawing. That was neat looking. And then, yeah, just, just that. I don't know. I just enjoyed the drawing more. Yeah, Max did a lot of interaction direct. Manipulation to the literal definition of manipulation, M A N hand, uh, yeah, with Coco and other uh, animation in this one. He's literally stretching Coco at the beginning with his fingers. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he he draws an oven, opens the door (laughs) of the oven with his fingers, puts in a a tray of food into the oven that he didn't draw on the board, just puts it in (laughs) with his hand, just had it in his hand, and then closed the (laughs) oven again. And then he takes out a cake a little bit later. Yeah, nope. yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was funny. I also like where at times, not only did he stretch Coco, but he like held him into place, like held his head there yeah. <laughs> for a bit and stuff. So. I, I, I think one of the things that's been interesting to me so far in watching these shorts is that almost more than Coco, I've found myself endeared to Max. Mm-hmm. I feel like he... His his just willingness to be silly and comedic and also to make himself the butt of jokes for comedy, it he's he's fun. He's just fun to watch. Um, I didn't expect to like. I knew that this series was sold on like the interaction between animation and live action, basically, um, which was a marvel back in the day, basically, and like. I wasn't expecting to enjoy that so much. I have watched some other cartoons by other people who are trying to kind of imitate that same hook and their live action segments are never interesting. But with these ones, they're, they're often some of the most fun parts. Yeah. And when Max told Coco that he wanted to take a picture of him, Coco, like a little kid is like, well, what am I going to get? Why? You know, what am I going to get out of it? What's and he's in like, it you know, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. 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 And he's like, well, I've got something for you. And he pulls out this really neat car. And then Coco's like, give it, give it, give it. I mean, just like, again, the kid. And he's just like, no, you've got to take the picture first. And of course, Coco was a little poop because he wouldn't stand still. And I liked then, his pose, though. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. it was a good pose. Yeah. 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 And then he just hopped around in that pose. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, he's like, I won't do it unless my family's here. And then, of course, and then it's, he had no one to blame him but himself. His family wouldn't share anything with him. And they went, it's not like they came in and they just kind of like, they literally stepped over him, yeah. knocked him over. <laughs> it's not, I think like, what I would have liked to see more, uh, more of what would be individual personalities for those family members, because when they're kind of introduced, you feel like that that might be something that's going to be there with the way that they get headshots and everything. Mm-hmm. But they all just kind of end up blending together and yeah. not really seeming like distinct personalities. Uh, they yeah. just all are thorns in the side of Coco. And that's basically their whole personality trait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, which is like kind of fun, but... It feels like more could have been done with them. To be fair, for all we know, this is literally the beginning of their existence. Like, Coco talks about them like they're a thing already, but for all we know, this could be the first time they were ever drawn, 
<laughs> and uh, and one, no wonder they're hungry. They they had never eaten before. <laughs> uh, and two, no wonder they didn't have very distinct personalities. They had never existed before. Fair. Maybe. Yeah, I have no idea if they show up in more shorts. I'm not going to be surprised if they don't, uh, just because this series so far doesn't seem terribly committed to like recurring characters beyond Coco and Max. But we'll see. Uh, it was- I'll see at least. <laughs> It was it was interesting when they were all um, scarfing down around the table and Coco kept trying to get in. I said it just reminded me of a small animal trying to to get to his mother's teat with a bunch of other siblings nursing and kept keeps getting knocked out because every time Coco would try, he was just knocked out of the group. I feel like there are cartoons maybe that don't exist at the point where this was made, but eventually that exist that literally have that gag, yeah, mm-hmm. of like a pig or a cat or something, and all the animals, all the all the kids are like sucking at it but then the the one that you're gonna follow some for the cartoon or whatever keeps trying to because pushed out by their siblings like yeah definitely everyone loves an outcast exactly yeah. um we've i never said the words let's get specific we've pretty much just been here um uh is there anything else with like story or characters or animation that we want to talk about uh animation i liked the that their blinking was like the cross the clown cross type thing uh Mm. that was really cute yeah yeah oh and the uh i i kind of would like a super cut of of fleischer drawing coco and like the intro drawing so this time Mm -hmm. coco was like spinning around and then fleischer drew a hat and coco spun into it uh and then yeah, yeah and the like uh his coloring in i would just like a super cut of all the times Coco like gets drawn into existence to see all of the different ways they do that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed after Coco was being a little stinker and was wreaking havoc with Max and the photographer. Um, and, and then he, you know, escaped down the table or whatever. And then of course he went up and he found the car that he was supposed to get, but I like it. He was, I forgot what he named the driver, but he's like, James, maybe? Yeah, Yeah, I think James. James. Home James. James. Yes, home James. And then I just loved it because they drove around a little bit and then, of course, to the inkwell and he jumped back in. He went like around the big page or whatever, even though they could have gone much more directly to Exactly, exactly. And then, yeah, took the long scenic route and then went up to the inkwell and he just hopped in. I liked it. (laughs) Um, I think this might be one of the first times we kind of see arrows with the eyes pointing to something so when the dad comes in his eyes like just pop off his head and the arrows point towards the food and then he goes there yeah yeah that's actually a thing that i've seen a lot in cartoons preceding this but this was the most fun use of it i've seen because the line like moved around on the things like often in in older cartoons i've seen it's just like line of sight like dot 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 to a thing and it's like really direct and like like it's just there to help the viewer unnecessarily most of the time Mm -hmm. rather than is a comedic element in its own right uh whereas here like the fact that it kind of moved and like had a personality of like how he's viewing this food i think added to it and and made it actually fun and worthwhile to use that convention yeah yeah obviously with this also there was still a lot of repetitive movement so guys you know at the beginning when um he was just moving coco in a circle when 
um, the family were eating. They just kept shoveling, same movement, shoveling, you know, mm-hmm. their hand, you know, the food, um, even to Coco trying to get in with the group, you know, that went around the table. And then finally, when there was, uh, he and his brother were under the table and, and the chase, his, yeah, the chase, they're just chasing and running. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of repetition there. Scrolling. Yeah. Scrolling background behind them. Yeah kind of thing mom was like does this room just go on forever and i'm like mom it's just a cartoon <laughs> like that's just how they do yeah we're just doing Hanna barbera scrolling background yeah. well yeah, i know circles. but then they went right into the wall so let's see that kind of knocked that they went possible. around and then they went into one went of the walls wall. okay okay <laughs> all right i will take your word for it uh let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after how's it hold up um, I mean, I guess the characters are kind of fat and they're shoveling food into their mouths. And that's like the main thing that they do in the short. Yeah. But also it's kind of seemed to vary how fat they were, just depending on the shot. Uh, the brother was pretty consistently fat and sometimes the dad was. But when he first appeared, he didn't seem so much. I don't know. But they also had. Yeah, yeah. It, it just felt more like they were just obnoxious and it wasn't necessarily tied to their yeah. weight. So. Yeah, and especially given the fact clown costumes, you don't really know what size someone is under some of that because they can have all kinds of stuff under the clown costume. I don't know. Um, yeah, other other than that, nothing really comes to mind here. Um, we have a lady character in here and she's just the same level of obnoxious as the others. So. Equality? Yeah. That, <laughs> that despite the tone of your voice, yeah. is equality. Yeah, equal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, equal opportunity of not just characters. My voice wasn't, like, incredulous as to if that was the case, but just, like, is this something to celebrate? I don't know, it's just a thing. I think so. Yeah. I think that is actually the true key. Especially at that point. Yeah. I think that's the true symbol of equality. It's not, it's not where everyone can be celebrated, but where everyone can be denigrated equally. <laughs> Just for who they are as a as a particular person, not for what oh, kind of person clown. they are. Yeah, as a clown person. <laughs> They're all clowns. Let's go on to favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite moment in this? The Coco trying to get to the table where everybody was eating. It was repetitive. It went on just a little too long, it felt yeah. like. Yeah, and I, I didn't care about the, the joke. Yeah. Like, I got the joke within just a couple of seconds and and so i didn't need it to go on as long as it did like it's like okay i get it let's move on it's like it's like max was like we have to go to each corner of the table yeah and it's like we really don't there's a compass of people here there's a top left (laughs) down and right and then we got to go to each corner to to really fill it out no max it was like three times two or three times that he did even that it's kind of a toss-up between that scene and the chase scene for me, but I, I guess I, I'm going to join y'all's bandwagon in that the chase scene, at least there was a little bit of variety where first I think the dad was like still scarfing stuff off the table or the Yeah, grandpa, they moved back and, and forth. And then they moved yeah. back and then the mom and whatever, so. I also just found their like shoveling and mouth flapping movements amusing. <laughs> like, yeah. rah, 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 rah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is it? It's a rah, 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 rah. <laughs> One more time for me. A rah, 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 rah. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? Uh, I think my favorite moment is actually going to be uh, the live action whenever uh, Max put his face in front of the camera. So they're like looking behind <laughs> the, the camera shuts. to sign that to try to good. set the shot and he put his face in front as if that's going to do anything. The guy's like, 
Get out of the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, mine, yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty classic slapstick, and but still, it got me. Is when Max ended up with with his head through the painting of, of yes. Coco's yes. brother. Uh, yeah, and he looks like he has a tiny little body. No, agreed. That was also my favorite. <laughs> that shot was like, uh, I see. I see now why you were having him hold that up. That's fun. <laughs> Mine is gonna be when Max was drawing the uh, the scene, and especially where he was drawing the table and just kind of scooted um, Coco to the side to finish drawing the yeah, table. I good. really enjoyed that. Who is your least favorite character? Coco. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do not like Coco. I don't like Coco. Mom, is it just because he's such a scamp and yeah. he and he just like he plays tricks and stuff? Yeah, he's just. Oh, mom. Um, yeah. Anti shenanigans. You know, you're valid. Yeah. Your mom is anti shenanigans. I am. I am. Uh, I thought you were saying, like, auntie shenanigans. Hi, <laughs> I'm anti shenanigans. Coco's, Coco's aunt. And I'm like, I don't remember Coco's aunt. Oh, you don't remember his aunt shenanigans? <laughs> it was weird when, when they did the, like, close up on her and had that whole word there. It was so much longer than the other characters. <laughs> mom, pa, grandpa, and. Anti shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> I think anti-shenanigans would have spiced this cartoon up a little, honestly. <laughs> I know. Uh, I guess my least favorite was the brother. I don't know. They they fight, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, the yeah. the family, like you said, was all about the same, so. Yeah, like the pa, ma, and grandpa are basically all the same character, um, only only the brother has slight differences, which is mostly that he and Coco fight each other, yeah. and uh, that's not a terribly endearing character trait for me, so I'm gonna say he's my least favorite. Pa, pa at least greeted Coco warmly, it seems That's like. true. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna go with brother as well. And then he saw the food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who's your favorite character? Max. Max. Yeah, Max. He's, he's fun. He's just fun. It was good, this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the only one that I'm swaying towards is Grandpa because he knocked over Coco, Coco and then stepped over him <laughs> with his cane. <laughs> so, so, so wait, so your, ven- your vengeance is taking hold of you, Jan. You're celebrating Coco's pain. <laughs> so you're like, I don't like the character who does shenanigans, but I like it when another character does shenanigans to that character. <laughs> Who's about shenanigans? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're yeah, valid. Yeah. You are valid. Teach yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. Well, because Coco does shenanigans to Max and and stuff, and and is <laughs> and, you know, and Max, you know, hey, Max is this creator. Max is trying to, you know, not saying Max is perfect, but hey, so yeah, it kind of put him in his place. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go on to our overall consensus and rating. Would you recommend this short? You think? As as well as any of the other <laughs> Out of the Inkwell shorts I've ever re- um, recommended. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I'd pretty say much. like if you're going to watch the Out of the Inkwell series, this is one of the better ones so far. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I I would recommend other cartoon series above this series. But like, if you want to watch an old school series that is at least a bit entertaining instead of mind numbingly boring, um, this is definitely one of the better ones. I can say. Because I've watched the others. Yeah, most of these are inherently recommended by Danica in that. <laughs> They're not like, I'm <laughs> having you watch them. sharing them. them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I can imagine that some are like, this is so bad, you have to see this. In which case, you know, that's a, a special case. But generally, 
we have a, a curated list to choose from. Yeah, unfortunately, most of the ones that are bad right now are just bad because they're unentertaining and boring rather than because they're like spectacular, like awful fests, you know? So, And I think we've decided that's the most egregious thing is it is just so boring that's why the live action dumbo is trash and i can't support anyone who says that they like it (laughs) (laughs) so recommend if you're you know interested from animation from this time it's entertaining enough uh point wise nothing terribly atrocious i can't remember what i gave other things but maybe a 1.5 so i would rate it Based on my last one, which I think was 1.5, I would rate this 1.75 because I feel like it's a little bit better. And then I I would recommend it if you're interested in stuff in this era. Um, my rating for modeling was a 3. And my rating for Mechanical Doll was a 2 because of it being horrible and misogynist. Um, <laughs> this one, uh, not quite as interesting animation-wise for me, but no problems so i'm gonna go 2.5 that's what i was feeling too yeah i'm gonna go for i'm gonna go 2.5 like it's fine um yeah i i would i lightly recommend it if you're interested in shorts of this era then you can do a lot worse <laughs> than this second uh, i don't know why felix the cat is a popular character because so far i have not enjoyed any of those cartoons <laughs> Maybe he gets better. I don't know. I think we have to see at least one. So I know. I've been trying to find a Felix the Cat one that's, like, decent. So am I going to dislike um, Felix the Cat even more than Coco? <laughs> um, probably. <laughs> so yeah. far in things I've seen, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, that's all for this time. Next time we'll watch some other short that I haven't figured out yet. Um preferably not an out of the inkwell so i can at least vary it up a little bit we'll see um and then on our next main episode we will be watching the movie that i teased last time so thanks for listening (laughs) thanks y'all and thanks for being with us again ryan happy to be here Bye. bye 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.